Hello, and welcome to Educators to Educators podcast. I'm Carrie Conover, and this is episode number 78, Teaching and Tennis, Do What You Love. Welcome to the Educators to Educators podcast, everyone. I hope you are having a fabulous week. Today, I want to take a step back and just kind of shoot from the hip a little bit. Sometimes when I'm just living my life, leading E2E, doing the things that I love, taking care of my family, I'll start thinking about something, sometimes directly related to teaching, but oftentimes having nothing to do with teaching. And I start to relate it back to teachers. And today's episode is one that's been brewing in my mind quite frankly for probably six to eight weeks. Um, And I'm finally ready to sit down and kind of tell you my thoughts on how tennis and teaching are related. And bear with me, this one's going to get a little bit deep and philosophical, but it's really been something that's been on my mind that I can think, I think can help you as you're facing these difficult times as an educator. Before we get started on that topic of tennis and teaching, I wanted to remind you that I'm giving you three little things that you can do to help support E2E and keep us moving forward here. Uh, Number one is go register for Teacher Fall Reboot. It's our free online conference happening one day, October 3rd. This is our first time doing a fall conference. It is all about financial literacy. So if you don't teach financial literacy in your classroom, maybe you'll start. But also we're talking about teacher financial literacy. We're talking about your money. And do you understand your money? Are you taking care of your money? Are you in debt and you don't know how to get out? We're going to help you. So we have some fantastic presenters. Head over to www.educatorstoeducators.com backslash register to get signed up. Once again, it's totally free and self-paced. The second thing you can do is just head over to Instagram Take a look at what's going on at E2E. That's where I spend most of my time on social media for E2E. And we are giving away at this conference 10 amazing teacher reboot boxes that are filled with so many fun little giveaways, water bottles, homemade candles, face masks, lanyards. I mean, just things you're going to absolutely love this time of year. And I've been putting pictures up on Instagram of all of those goodies. So make sure you're following us at Educators to Educators. And then finally, as always, thank you to everyone who leaves reviews and five stars on the podcast. I've said this before. That's how um, Apple really helps other educators get to this podcast. So if you like E2E, that's your way to share the love. So today I would like to share out a review from one of our special listeners. This review was from someone who was listening to New Teacher Jumpstart. They gave us five stars. Their username is R-A-E-R-U-S-O. So I'm not exactly sure if that's a last name, but whoever you are, thank you for leaving this review. They said, Carrie tells you the truth about successful first-year teaching. This is an amazing podcast. As a first-year teacher, I know the content like the back of my hand, but putting it into practice is another story. Carrie and her guests tell you the truth about teaching and ways to have a successful and meaningful first year. I will be recommending this series to all first year teachers. Well, thank you so much for that lovely review. Um, Those really do mean, I wish you could see my face right now because podcasting, as I've said in the past, can sometimes feel a little lonely. You put all this information out in the universe and the only feedback you really get from people is when they leave you those stars 
leave you a review. So if you have something positive to say and you want to support us, head over, take a quick second to leave us a review. All right, let's get into this topic. Teaching in tennis, do what you love. You get it? Love. If you've played tennis before, you know the score starts out. Love, love. Ha ha ha. Okay. No, seriously. So I wish you could see my little notes, scratched out notes. As I was making a pot of coffee this morning, I sketched out all of these thoughts that have been going through my head. So let's get started. As you know, I like to stay within kind of three subtopics in every episode. So today I'm going to talk about releasing your brain, being humbled, and perspective. I played tennis in high school. I was self-taught. I never took a private lesson. I taught myself with some tennis courts that are across the street. And I remember being in middle school and we'd moved into this new house where there were tennis courts across the street. My mom had got married. We moved to a new state and where we moved, there were tennis courts. So I found three old tennis balls and I saved up my babysitting money and I bought a tennis racket. So I would go across the street with those three tennis balls and just serve. Sometimes I could talk my brothers into going and hitting the ball back to me. But that often wasn't fun because they would just try to nail me with the tennis ball. Anyway, one day, a guy who lived down the street pulled over his car, got out of his car with a hopper of tennis balls. So a hopper is like this metal kind of cage with a handle that you use to pick up tennis balls. So you could have like 50 tennis balls in a hopper. And he walks over to me and he says, hey, you know, I drive by almost every day seeing you out here playing tennis with those three tennis balls. I have this old hopper that I don't use anymore. I got a new one and it's full of tennis balls. Have at it. So he gave me this hopper of tennis balls that I could sit and serve like 50 tennis balls at a time. So as I went to high school, tried out for the tennis team and I made it. Now, I had mixed experiences with high school tennis. Sometimes it was hard for me and I felt envious that there were other kids that had the resources to get private tennis lessons or they had been playing since they were little. But if you know me, you know I like a good challenge. So I fought my way through. I played high school singles and loved it. I then as an adult gave up tennis. I didn't really play anymore. And when we moved to the suburbs of Chicago, we joined a new gym that had had tennis courts and a tennis program. So I started playing tennis quite a bit. It was a great stress reliever, but I once again gave it up. After both of my brothers passed away, I went through kind of a time where I honestly was just living and holding on by a thread. I was just trying to be a mom, take care of the house and cook and work. And I gave it up. I gave it up and took a pretty long break, four or five years. So last September, I decided, you know, here I am. I am working at E2E. I have a flexible schedule. I'm going to go back to doing what I love, which is playing tennis. So today's episode is about how I want you to find something that you love, and I want you to start weaving it back in your life, whether it's, you know, walking, playing a sport, music knitting, bird watching, whatever it could be that really truly brings you joy to your heart. Because now more than ever, it is important for you to take time for yourself. As an educator, you have kids who want your attention. You have parents who need your energy. You have administrators that need your brain. You have family that wants your energy. 
You may have a partner that needs your energy. You are giving and giving and giving to everyone else. And while I am no longer in the classroom, I realized and had an aha moment last year that I am also still giving a lot of my energy to all of you. And I love it. And I will never stop doing it. But it's also important that I do things that give energy to me and that I have special things that I look forward to for me every day. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the lessons that I've learned getting back to tennis and doing something. Gosh, before the pandemic, I was playing five days a week and I'm back at it. And I actually just joined our club's travel tennis team. So the first reason why I think it's so important that all of us find something that we do in our lives that make us happy is that it is such a good release for our brains. So for me, that's tennis. I am a thinker. I am constantly thinking. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly listening to podcasts, reading books, creating content for E2E, gathering presenters. And I think a lot. I'm a thinker. And tennis is one of those things that as soon as I pick up my tennis racket and I start playing, whether I'm in a class, I'm playing a game, I'm playing for fun, my brain stops thinking about all the other things besides playing tennis. I want you to find something that kind of sweeps you off your feet and takes you out. It gets you so distracted that you're not thinking about distance learning, that you're not thinking about, you know, that disagreement you had with a friend or spouse. I want you to find something that really sweeps you up, makes you feel healthy and happy. For me, that's tennis. I go, I make friends at the court, we play, we play competitively, and it really does distract me from the hard stuff that's going on in the world right now. And it actually makes me focus on myself, right? It makes me focus on what I want to become better at as a tennis player. It makes me think about the things I'm not good at as a tennis player, and I have to come up with a plan of how I'm going to get better at it. And most importantly for me, You know, I have had a lot of trauma happen in the last, gosh, decade, actually. You know, the loss of my brothers and other things that I've been through. And so I physically was not taking care of myself. I gained weight. I um, was tired a lot. And the one thing for me about tennis is I can go and it's not like I'm running a marathon. And if that, (laughs) if running makes you happy, do that. But it's like, I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, I'm working out. I'm working out. I hate this. I hate this. I am getting healthier. I'm losing that weight that I want to get off. My heart is pumping. I'm sweating. I'm laughing. I'm yelling. I'm doing, getting all those emotions out. I want you to find something that distracts you from the hard stuff and that you're laughing and having a good time doing. Let's talk about being humbled. So I want you also to think about something that you can get better at. One of the things I truly love about tennis is that I have so much room to grow in that sport. And there's nothing better than going to a class with a pro. I go to a lot of classes where maybe there's, you know, eight, 10, sometimes 15 people in the class and you're doing all these drills. And to me, there's nothing better than Having a tennis pro, someone who's played tennis, someone who's studied tennis, someone who's a professional tennis pro nailing a ball at me that I'm going to miss 
or telling me, oh, you know what? You got to move your feet more back up and turn. Oh, ha ha ha. You did this wrong. You know, we laugh, but they also are constantly giving you these little things of feedback to make you better. If you think about it in our role as educators, we are the pro. Everyone looks at us to be the all-knowing, the all, the expert at teaching. And we're constantly helping kids get better and others get better. And sometimes we're mentors helping other people be better. At E2E, I'm trying to help teachers better themselves and take better care of themselves. And so for me, it is so humbling to go and spend time with someone who's so much better at something than me and help me realize where I can grow and learn. So maybe if you do knit, maybe it's time to shake things up and try another you know, craft project, or maybe go somewhere and learn how to extend your skills. I don't know a lot about knitting, so I can't get technical there with you, but maybe you like to swim. Well, maybe it's time that you try a new stroke. Maybe you start training for a triathlon. Maybe you get a coach. Maybe you go to a swim class that's going to make you better. Whatever it may be, make sure that you're being humbled and being taught and you're pushing yourself to a new level. I also think that finding a really good hobby or something to do outside of teaching is also going to give you perspective. Recently, I joined a women's travel tennis team at my athletic center. And some of the women on these teams, there are, I don't know how many teams, 10 teams, maybe some of the women have been playing on these teams for 30 years. A woman yesterday on my team was saying she's been doing this for 30 years. And I find so much joy in going to the tennis lessons and the tennis drills and playing fun matches. I play mixed, which means I play like I'll play with a man who plays tennis. And then we play a man and a woman who plays tennis. And, you know, I find so much joy in that. But all of a sudden I joined this tennis team and I realized I was putting all this crazy pressure on myself. I was so in my head. We had our first match yesterday. I was so in my head about this match. And I realized like I didn't want to let anybody down. I didn't want to let myself down. These women have been playing forever. I'm the new girl. I was putting all this pressure on myself. And so I actually wrote the professional who pro tennis player who is our coach and said, hey, before this match, could we do a private tennis lesson? Now, mind you, I have never done a private tennis lesson in my life. So the fact that now I'm in a place where, you know, back in high school where I used to feel kind of envious that I, I wasn't a kid who could get that. Now I'm able to provide that for myself. Let me tell you that right there feels amazing. So I requested a private lesson and I was telling my coach who coaches my team, I, I'm in my head. I'm feeling insecure. I'm doubting myself. This isn't doesn't feel fun anymore. And he said to me, Carrie, at the end of the day, this is a little fuzzy yellow ball and you're hitting it back and forth on a court. And man, did that give me perspective. I was getting so wrapped up in myself and, and I'm a pretty confident person, but I was feeling insecure. And as soon as he said those words, it really clicked with me. I'm here to work hard, to get in shape, and to improve every day. The games, he said, you're going to win some, basically, and you're going to lose some. 
So as long as I'm working hard and doing my best, at the end of the day, that's what really matters. I am learning so many lessons about myself on the tennis court that are exposing weaknesses I have that are helping me work on me personally. One of those things is that in life, I find that sometimes we look at things as all good and all bad. And I found that I was going into that tennis match and I'm feeling about tennis like, oh, that was, that was, I did all bad or I did all good. And that's just not how tennis works. And that's not how life works, right? Things are good and bad. They're both. And now next week's episode, I'm going to dig deeper into how in life and in teaching, we may be taking situations and looking at them as all good and all bad and how that's just not good for our mental health. So one of the things that finding a hobby or sport or something to do outside of teaching is going to make you realize is things aren't all good and all bad. They're a mix of both. And right now during this pandemic and right now during virtual teaching or hybrid teaching or in-person teaching, there are good things going on and there are bad things and there are things in between. So I challenge you to do two things. This week, I want you to start thinking about, am I thinking that things are all good and all bad? Because we're going to talk about that next week. And I want you to think about what is something that you can find for yourself outside of teaching and being a parent or a spouse or partner that really does give you joy? What are things that are just for you? What are the things you're doing in your life that are helping you improve? What are your goals? What are you trying to get better at besides teaching? As my tennis pro said, tennis is just about hitting a yellow fuzzy ball back and forth on the court. And at the end of the day, teaching is about showing up and doing your best every day and saying, I put in a good day's work and then releasing that and living your personal life and having a personal life and doing something or some things that you love. So I encourage all of you get out there, challenge yourself, do something you love and go sign up for teacher fall reboot. Have an amazing week. I'm here for all of you. And until next time, keep on teaching on.